This is life. Welcome to work, Zen please. and the Martial Arts of Life. Art episode. episode five, I think. Did we miss four? No, we did do four. Four was a disaster. No, uh, the first version of five was a disaster. Oh. And then we've gotten it working because we're all working remotely. Well, Harrison is remote on Carl's phone. Sorry, Jen. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, um, so lots has happened since the last time. Last time we talked, we it was the we've just been locked down. It was the twenty first of March. Yeah, we've just got yeah. We was in your own house. Yeah, it was. Um, and uh, no, it was actually the last time we talked. It was the fourteenth of March because we had just cleaned out the old house. Yeah. So. Um, Two weeks later, and the world is entirely different. <laughs> so different, I don't even know where to start. Um, except for that we all can't see each other, and uh, nobody can leave their house. And we're all kind it's of... Being on a island. What, man? Start being on a desert island. It is. It's like our homes are little, little islands. And uh, we venture out carefully, carefully once a week uh, to go to the grocery store. And I'm starting to make homemade masks. And uh, yeah, that's what's going on. That's the medical masks you get. Can you wash them? Into, like, no. Soapy, soapy hot, like really, really mm. hot water. Soap. <laughs> Not the medical masks that you get now, because the medical masks you get now aren't made of fabric. What are they made of? Um, paper and um, uh, filters. They don't have, they're not made of fabric. The older medical masks were made of fabric. Yeah. But then they decided that they didn't want to keep on washing them anymore. They, so they decided they were going to only go for the one-use ones, which were more sterile. What, James? Can you imagine what impact that's going to have on the environment? I think we yeah. need to put the phone in between us. Can you hear James talk now? Can maybe Harrison can hear you? No. Oh, he hasn't talked yet. Hello? Yay! I can hear him. Okay. Leave it there. Yeah, yeah. leave it there. Here we all are. And um, so, Harrison, what have you done for Kung Fu since the 14th of March? <laughs> oh, sorry, I'll take a bite you on there. Um, well, we started up the YouTube channel. Yes. Um, I've added some bits to that. Uh, Carl's been involved in some of the videos because he's in our household, so I can train with him and, uh, you know, legally allowed to do that sort of be in contact with your own household people um really we do, yeah we um we published some public videos for like some, some real basic stuff like kicks just to give people a sample of what um my teaching and explaining style was like and so that they can see what Cayman Wing Chun is about really need to do some more talking videos. I'm going to 
go through. We've basically got loads of time to put everything up online now. So just trying to figure out what to do first, really. So we've got a couple of videos. So we've done that. I've done some training in the garden. I've been doing some uh, strength training. Been riding the bike once a day. So I've just been kind of keeping it ticking. And I recorded myself doing the first form as well today, which I need to post up. It's pretty much the only activity that I enjoy doing. <laughs> so it's, it's the only thing that's keeping me going. Do you see Seafood in stick form? In video? Yeah, the pole form. <clears throat> Incredible. I've never seen him do that. It was pretty cool. I'd like to show the boys that, but I'm afraid they'd start um, attacking that. each other with We've the... Got uh, Really yeah, nice but they also have like the bamboo poles from Penny's house and they would probably start attacking each other with them and causing damage, which is another thing that everyone is afraid of, at least I am. It's it's not just being afraid of catching um, COVID, uh, uh, the coronavirus, but also um, being afraid of if you hurt yourself or if you get ill with something else, you'll end up going to the hospital, which is filled with people who have the coronavirus. Um, mm. And you don't have the, you know, I, I can't imagine being a um, an NHS worker right now. It must be insane. Um, even um, with, um, you know, the, the protective measures that are being taken, it must be just absolutely nerve wracking. And I've seen um, how, you know, people who do work for, um, work in the health services, how they just basically have to strip down and, you know, wash before they're even like allowed you know in the house and they stay away from the rest of their family they you know some people are actually living in trailers outside of their house or they you know make sure that they're locked off from the rest of the family like they just go to a room in their house which has got to be awful i mean i wish that everybody who works for you know everybody who's working right now i really wish that they would get some sort of reward at the end of this you know the, the healthcare workers the people working in you know the pharmacies and in the stores it's you know the people who are putting themselves on the front line you know they're going to need a break after this because my gosh mm. they're it's hazard pay basically at this point maybe you know, it'll be a holiday yeah I mean, I have some friends who do work in um, the grocery stores and they're just, it's, it's, they have panic attacks, they're, it's nerve wracking, they're worried about their families, you know, they're worried about themselves. It's, uh, you know, and then there's also, you know, members of my family who are nurses and the same thing, you know, just having to deal with that level of stress. I mean, I have a level of stress here worrying about myself and my family, but, you know, at least I'm not exposing myself to potential you know harm every single day there's you know there's lots of things to be grateful for very sure what do you think james? Sure. james is like being very quiet what's up man um yeah <laughs> <laughs> were you paying attention james no it was i was talking about something rather profound yes, it you is. know it is it's very profound <laughs> And there was actually a thing on BB on the news yesterday. A nurse, she went. Her routine is when she comes home from from the hospital. First thing she does, 
she goes into the front door, she takes off all her clothes at the front door. This is a family episode, James. And puts a onesie on. And then she takes and then she takes her clothes down to a special laundrette. Oh really? That has um chemicals and a special dry uh, washing machine. Oh, to sterilize them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Because the, uh, they can't walk through the house. She also can't walk through the house to get yeah. to get stuff on. She has to take everything off at the front door, get into the onesie, and she's done. I don't know if she has a shower after that or... I'm sure she does. I hope so. Yeah. 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 So, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really, you know, everyone's going through a very high level of stress right now. Today, though, there's there's some podcasts that I, I listen to, um, Naked Scientists. Yeah. And the uh, the presenter, Chris Smith, he's 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 actually a doctor. Who he's actually and, he, and he's really really good. And he was on telly today, so yeah. Should we share a link to his page somehow through this? Yeah. So what did it's, he say about it, James? No, he's just very. He's a virologist at um, hospital in Cambridge. What did he say about the whole thing? He's, oh, there's all sorts. He's saying lots of stuff. It's just advice, really. What what not to do, what to do, um, things you can do. You know, like touching your face, wash your hands, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, definitely things. not go to the park, which definitely not go. To is park. very annoying. That I saw. Oh, are we still on? Yeah, yeah we're still on. Um, I saw uh, people complaining on like the um, the the local Facebook page about how um, because it was a lovely day, people were taking their kids to the park, and they weren't following social distancing rules. And some of them were actually I heard the report that um, the playgrounds are cordoned off. Mm-hmm. and barricaded mm-hmm. so that kids can't get into the playgrounds to you know intermix and there were parents who were lifting their children over the cordoning so that their kids could go and run and play in the playgrounds and i'm like oh my god these people aren't thinking it's like great you know you're they're thinking well kids aren't getting it which you know knock on wood is is <clears throat> i'm very grateful that you know, children aren't getting it badly, but they're still carriers, and they're still bringing it back. To, you know, they're still, you know, if they're intermixing, they're it's, still spreading it. And it's, it's Darwinism. Social Darwinism. Social Darwinism. And Darwinism. I know, I know how hard it is. You know, I got my, I'm, and I'm very grateful I have, you know, a, a back garden, and I'm trying to get the boys out into it every single day, um, whether they want to or not. And today there were was a lot of arguing and pouting and uh, <clears throat> refusing to leave the house, but they actually did finally. Um, <clears throat> but just making sure that they get outside and get a bit of sunshine and stay outside for an hour or two, even if it means just being bored outside. Um, but I'm grateful that we actually have a bar garden. There's lots of people who don't. So I can understand people taking their kids to the park when it's a nice day, but for God's sakes, you know, we're in strange and scary times, folks. You, yeah, you have to adapt. 
And you have to tell your, your kids you no. You have to adapt your behavior for just a few months. And then, you know, once all, once all this is over and, you know, it's all, I guess you can then go back to some sort of normality. What that is, I don't, we don't know yet. I don't know. It does seem weird that it is basically two weeks ago, isn't it? Yeah. Two weeks ago when life was normal. Yeah. Well, two weeks ago when we had an idea that something was going to happen, but we didn't realize it was going to change so suddenly. I've got a random thought. Yes, go ahead. What? I mean, wouldn't it be interesting if the parents and the kids reversed the role? So all the parents had to go to school and follow rules and the children were allowed to sanction them when they didn't do what they were told. <laughs> well, well, we did that to the boys today. Because yeah. everything was so difficult, we said to them, right, you want to do what you want to do, that's fine. They said, yes, we would like to do that. So we said to them, right, so you're going to pay rent? Are you going to go down to the shops and get your own food? And make your own food? And make your own food, get yourself to work. They didn't like that. I would say wash their own clothes and clean up after themselves, but I know those two, they wouldn't. They, you know, it's been an, actually a bit of a struggle to get them to change their clothes. And, you know, it's been a struggle to get them out of their buddy pajamas. Pajamas. It's, it's actually one of the things we were going to talk about in this podcast, I remember, oh. you guys, was that you know, the whole idea that it is important to get up and have a routine and it get is. up and get out of your pajamas. I mean, the first week, it was actually kind of fun. Oh, hey, let's just have pajama days. But now it's kind of like, okay, we got to get up. We got to start getting up, getting dressed, doing things, having a schedule, a sort of schedule, but have like a proper schedule. Yep. And... Um, <laughs> Getting, you know, having goals and reaching them because time seems to be just disappearing. And so, yes, yeah, so what we're going to have to do is in that sheet, yeah, over there, the, we, we do have schedule, kind of a, a pseudo schedule, but it's blank, yeah, yeah, there's nothing on it. I mean, well, on that page, you guys, James and Harrison, you guys have work, so oh, you yeah. actually do have a schedule. That you follow. But you could be a little bit creative about this. Yeah. For kids and kids, it's different. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's been interesting. And, and video, to, to video get... games don't help. No, they don't. At all. And, um, but the online exercise is, is good. And like what Harrison is doing. Is, is going to end up, I think, end up being a very key thing with mm. people like, you know, Joe Wicks doing the nine o'clock every morning and, and doing live exercise, um, I think, is important. Which brings me on to something else. Like our friend Georgie uh, well, is doing an online um, open, you know, free yoga class, which I did, and it was really wonderful. Wouldn't it be good if we could use something like Slack to do? one-to-one, one-to-group chats and um, sort of exercises and sort of if even yeah. came and or kung, kung fu drills 
that's what I was saying. Like, um, YouTube, um, YouTube well, not, live, not YouTube, but actually do it, stream it, yeah, through something like Slack or Zoom or Zoom or YouTube. Yeah, there's a bunch of different online platforms yeah. now. I think it's a good idea because then so you that's, can all see each other, and then you can, yeah, you know. that seems to be a new thing. I think it's going to be where the future is going to be because I think once this ends, it's we're all going to be terrified of getting into the big group. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to. I think it's very. People are going to be very nervous about. Well, even you know, after there is a vaccine, being in groups again. Yeah, yeah, we've got a vaccine. If there's a vaccine, it's 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 going to be interesting. Do for a year, like we're going to be stuck in our homes for a year. Well, however long it is, it will take a vaccine for things to go back to normal and people to trust each other again. Because you'll have people who who've had it got some immunity to it. And then you'll have people who haven't who haven't had it mm. and don't have immunity. Or people who have got it have got a temperature and a sore throat and a cough. And everybody's gonna be terrified to go near them. So Yeah. But I think it's basically what we don't know. We don't know what the future is. And basically what we have to do is focus on the here and now. And, um, At the moment, I think everyone is improvising and putting all of their stuff online, regardless of sort of what line of business they're in. And people have got different... Um, everyone's sort of got their own specialities and ways of doing things. And there's some courses online that are paid. There are some that are free. There are some that have some paid, some free. As long as yeah. my main point is, if you usually charge fifty pound an hour for something, or let's take the example of a toilet roll, however much that's worth, because people are panicking, it's not the time to increase prices. That's what I I don't like. Like it's no. if if it's reduced. Or if it's free, or if it's the same, yeah, fair enough. But you don't have to increase it because a lot of people are now out of work and they're stuck and they need something to do. So, however you yeah, want to do it, as long as you're not taking advantage yeah. of people and taking a nick, basically. Yeah. After all this is over, I do hope that, I mean, people are going to appreciate a lot more things than they used to, including going out and socialising, it's going to take, I think you're both right, it's going to take a long time. And it might take a vaccine or a year to get that bridge across. But once we do get it back, there'll be a lot more, um, well, there's going to be a lot more stuff that has been put, if you think, throughout a year, every martial art in the world putting their stuff online, whether it's paid or free. After that point, people coming to class will not be to get like secret moves or anything like that, they will do it because they enjoy going to class. Because they will, yeah, the whole package. Not I think one of the good things that might come out of this is that people are realizing, people are being able to shift and realize what is exactly what is valuable. Yeah, that's what I mean. And what 
have a monetary value on it. And, toilet roll should not know, cost ten pounds. They're saying there is going to be a massive recession and depression oh, over, uh, over this, and people aren't even going to have the money. So people are going to be doing things for free. Um, Maybe because you know, people aren't going to have the spare cash, really. Yeah, but as it's, well, I predict that crime will go up in the long run. If, if the economy goes down, I'm not scaremongering, just the thought. And I saw today there was a program about a lot of fraud, people knocking on uh, doors saying they're from the British Red Cross and they're doing, you know, spot testing. And they're going in and robbing yeah. people and selling fake goods online and all of this stuff. And that's the stuff that, you know, is just, it's like, it's, it's almost like you can't be physically violent or physically um what's the word you can't do regular physical crimes so people turn into fraud financial crime you know impersonation and stuff like that mm -hmm. um but the thought is still there you put a little bit of panic or you know an economic uncertainty or anything like that suddenly people start thinking that oh it's fine the world's catching fire and i can just commit every crime in the world so that might be the point where we do need martial arts for <laughs> Well, yeah. Or sense of morality. Yeah, you know, there's, there's that as well. I mean, realistically, with the police and military, if it gets bad, the government's got the power to enforce martial law or extreme stuff like shoot on site. It depends how bad it gets. But, you know, at that point, hand-to-hand -hand combat is sort of, not, you know, a weapon so it will beat every, anything anyway. Um. <laughs> So <laughs> let's actually um, end this podcast now with a quote, and and let's have it that we think about uh, <laughs> how we can change the world for the better. So James, say goodbye, good night, bye, James. <laughs> Harrison, I shall say goodbye to you and thank you uh, to Carl for letting you use his phone. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, <laughs> all right. Oh, God. <laughs> oh.